Welcome back to the Where the Bear podcast, right here on your home for the Golden Grizzlies Where the Bear podcast on the iTunes page and SoundCloud as well. All you got to do is search Golden Grizzlies on iTunes or SoundCloud, click subscribe, and you are in there. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Joining me today on this volleyball edition, the head coach, as always, Rob Beam, Darian Bandel, the reigning Horizon League player of the week. And Coach Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. But, Coach, I'll say this. I get things done. I tell you, Darian Bandel is going to be on the podcast this week. She does her part, gets named Horizon League Player of the Week. I'm going to take full credit for that, Coach. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Could you you name some more people as Player of the Week? And we'll see see if the Neil Rule effect is true or not. Uh, Darian, we'll pick it up right there. Horizon League Player of the Week. that means you had a very strong week. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that, but I did get the opportunity to call the games. What, what clicked for you this week? Um, me and Lenny have just been performing. Like the last couple weeks, month even, I just feel like we've had really, really good chemistry. And clearly you can see in both of our numbers that it's there. It's com- like we felt really, really good together. We really have the trust in each other right now. Like coming out of a timeout or coming out of a situation she knows I can put the ball down and I know she can put it right where I want it it's just felt really really good and my other headers and just putting the ball down making me free and I'm getting them open it's just been a really really good week absolutely coach you and I have talked a lot over the last week with a couple of big wins against Wright State in northern Kentucky getting those wins at home dropping just one set in the entire process Coach, you said it. You said, hey, we got to take a look around. Pulled the Aaron Rodgers card, the relax a little bit card. But uh, you guys really did circle the wagons in terms of after that 0-2 start. And that's going to be a tough trip that a lot of teams go 0-2 on when you go out to Wisconsin. But but again, you guys, and I talk about this in the span of really 22 hours, really flipped things in terms of the Horizon League table. Well, yeah, you know, we had to, we really had to do a lot of work. And, you know, it starts with the, the players getting together and doing the things that players can do and that they have a lot of control and effect over. You know, how the locker room feels and how the practice feels, is a lot of it's determined by the players. Um, we can kind of point them in the right direction and we can kind of reframe issues and we can reframe processes and we could try to do a better job as coaches. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, you know, we have to really trust and rely on the players that they're going to at least buy into what we're saying and also carry it forward. And they did a great job. And, you know, obviously it showed. Wright State's a really good team, and they went out and beat Cleveland the yeah, next night. Yeah, I was going to say, don't believe me. And, believe their effort against Cleveland yeah, State. And, the, you know, I think the same thing's true in Northern Kentucky. That was a, a slightly depleted team. Um, you know, they the player that played libero in our match had 18 kills the night before, uh, and I think number 12 got hurt further during the match. Uh, you know, so that Northern Kentucky team, that, that win's going to be a really good win. I think the Wright State win's going to be a good win. And, you know, and, and the, the biggest thing for us is that our performances were both good. And we were consistent in every phase of the game, put up really good numbers. We limited opponents. And, you know, when you do those things, you win. And and you at least give yourself an opportunity to win. And we were good enough to capitalize on it. Absolutely. Do you have something to add? Okay, sorry. I thought you had something to add there. Darian Bandel, Rob Beam joining us here on the Where the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Now, as far as you guys are concerned, this weekend, Cleveland State in town on Saturday, 4 p.m., An interesting note about this match is it will be televised locally on TV20. Network, broadcast, television. Uh, If you're sitting around the house, you can just go ahead and flip it on. And Coach, this day has been coming. You you and I have talked about this in in previous discussions. When when you look at metrics and ratings and those types of things, 
volleyball, softball, college soccer really have experienced tremendous growth in the ratings game. I think the the sporting public has proven that that the college volleyball product is something that they're interested in. Well, you know, it's interesting because the the data shows that volleyball is the number one participation sport for girls in the country, and it's been growing every year. And, and, and people normally, if if you ask Joe Common sports fan, they would say obviously, well, it's soccer, but it's not the case. Yeah, and especially in the central Midwest, and you know, in Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin, Kentucky, the 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 ground that we sit in for the Horizon League. That is the number one sport for girls by far and away. And the the interest has grown in the sport. That increases participation, which is increasing the level. And as the level grows, then the, the, the fan that maybe doesn't have a daughter or a sister or a granddaughter or a family member that's playing, they start watching. And they're incredibly impressed by the level of athleticism, the skill, sure. the speed. You know, And it's a fun game on top of it to watch. It's very entertaining. You know, Americans like point scoring. You know, that's why the NBA doesn't call traveling. You know, they chuck up a lot of threes. Why? Because the the score moves. Well, you know, in our game, we changed the scoring uh, a number of years ago to allow for scoring to be on every point for both teams, and that made the game much more exciting. And it creates a lot more close games at ends of sets. It really values performance on on both the service side and the reception side of the game, and it's made it much more viewer friendly for the television audience. Darian, I'll ask you this question: being on local television and I know I know what the answer you're supposed to give is, but when you when you know that when you know a match is is televised and I'm not going to say it changes anything for you, but does it really? I mean, it's just it's just you and I talking. Uh, you don't don't worry, nobody else is listening. No, nobody's going to hear this. Uh, you're you once you, once you become aware of that fact, I mean, it, it's got to be pretty special, isn't it? Oh, it's it's going to be amazing, but it's going to be one of those things where you think about it, it's awesome, but then it's game time. Like, mm-hmm. no matter who's watching, who's in the stands, who's in attendance, like, the focus is strictly on the game. And then when you get the win, it's awesome. I get to rewatch it yeah, and sure. celebrate after. And I get the text like, oh, you guys did so great. And it's going to be so exciting to see, like, the people that don't make it out to the games, they can watch us. Mm-hmm. That's going to be so exciting to get those those views. Coach, looking at the schedule for you guys, and we talked about Cleveland State coming into town, and, and they're a team that, that, Darian, that I don't have to remind you, put you guys out of the Horizon League tournament. Is that something that you think about? Because when I was doing a lot of prep for the match, getting together all Cleveland State stuff, uh, they, they took note. It's in a lot of their bios, the, the efforts that they had against you. A lot of them had some special efforts against you guys to beat you. Is that something that's in the back of your mind at all? I mean, we don't have the Detroit rivalry, so I take it as this is our rivalry, us against Cleveland State. We've been the two powerhouses for as long as I've been here. I know some girls on the team. We've played together since we were like 14, 15 years old. So I think it is always like a bigger game. It's the game to watch in the Horizon League. But the fact that they put us out last year, we were down 0-2, and we came back, and we it was a point here, the point there that just sure. didn't go our way, that we could have easily taken that and won the league. But um, I just think it's always a really good rivalry, and we've been watching so much film, and they have a new team this year. So I think it's a new rivalry. I think anything can happen. Do you juice that at all, Coach? No, I, I, you know, I think that – You're more you know, cerebral the, than that, though, aren't you? No, I, I, think it, I think what Darian said is true. I think that the, the players um, are always going to carry on a certain amount of you know, intensity and effort in a rivalry match or one that's perceived to be – uh, a bigger match but you know for coaches every single one is important and I think the players get to that place too but it's really easy to see that where the the interest is going to peak at certain places just naturally <laughs> right um you know and I the thing that I would say about 
um, this rivalry is this this is a very friendly friendly rivalry in the sense that you know I've known Chuck for a very long time, their head coach, and Phil's been there a really long time. You know, we we hang out, we talk, we have coaching conversations, we spend time together. You know, uh, he's even had family come to our camp because they live from the, he's from the area. So this is not. This, this is a rivalry that's like sort of it has an intensity that's a little different uh, for us because it's like it's really built on mutual respect because they do a great job. Uh, we do a great job and it's just two really good teams playing against each other and that produces really intense matches but it isn't there's no like animosity in any way like just we just want to play and they want to play and it's really fun. Coach, looking at your schedule, and obviously we're focusing a lot on this Cleveland State game this weekend, but there's a quick turnaround. Youngstown State comes into town. Then you guys will hit the road again and go to Indianapolis and Chicago for IUPUI and UIC. And you back that up with Milwaukee and Green Bay coming here to the arena. As I look at the Horizon League volleyball table as it sits right now, oh, by the way, you look up there. There's Green Bay. There's UIC. There's IUPUI. I mean, these are teams that, that are in your way. You have them, for the most part, coming into your building. I mean, this this upcoming stretch of games here, as we sit with Cleveland State coming in on the 7th, wrapping up with Green Bay into town on the 14th, this will tell a lot of the story, won't it, Darian, as far as your season's going to go? Yeah, this is a huge, huge chunk in our season. Like you said, this week we have four matches alone, so it's going to be very rigorous. And But I'm excited. Like This is going to be such an intense part of the season, and I think we're such like on the upward swing. I, I think it's going to be a hard time to – to beat us to get past this week this is our week you know coach in in pro golfing ranks they call saturday moving day uh in the tournament where you where you kind of set yourself up for sunday's round where you're going to be this is in essence your moving day coming up this two-week stretch isn't it well you know it's really it's hard on the players to have four matches in in seven days and you know we have two at home we've got cleveland and youngstown following it up on sunday which is an unusual game day for us um you know but that that's another really important match uh, this is a, a, a good Youngstown team and, and a deep Youngstown team. They played a lot of players with a lot of experience. And I think both matches this weekend are going to be really entertaining here in the arena. And then obviously we go on the road and we play another unusual game day. We play Wednesday-Friday split, which is the first time in the time I've been in the Horizon League that we've had that. Um, and obviously this is our first chance to play at IUPUI. Now for like Eric and I, this is not new. It's not new. Right. Like we've been there. We've been in their racquetball meeting room. We know what it's like. But it's it is it's a different environment to play in, uh, you know, when you have a smaller gym and, you know, it it's just different and you have to go, you know, we're gonna travel down and practice there on Tuesday. Um, Steve's a really good coach, Steve Payne. That's at IUPUI. His team's really good. Uh, they got some really uh, singular talents, and I think you know one they have one of the best right sides in the conference for sure. That's gonna be a tough match, and then we got to turn around and play a new coaching staff at UIC who's got that team playing really well. So um, obviously, the, you know. In seven days, we're going to have a, a, a really good picture about where we're sitting. Um, I'm really optimistic. I really like our team. I like where they're at. The players are doing an awesome job. Uh, they're 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 killing it in practice. I think the coaches are working really hard, and you know our preparation will be on point for it. Yeah, there's no question about it. You're listening to the Wear the Bear podcast right here on your home for the Golden Grizzlies Wear the Bear podcast on the SoundCloud and iTunes page, and as always. The Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group and attorneys who have the ability to align excellent legal knowledge with sharp business savvy provide real value to their clients. 
Dedicated to assisting businesses with their employment and labor law issues, the Evans Law Group provides real value to their clients. Perhaps this is why U.S. News & World Report recognizes the Evans Law Group as one of the best law firms in the United States and for the ninth straight year has recognized its founder, Cameron Evans, as one of the top lawyers in America in the field of employment law. To learn more, visit them on the web at www.evanslawgrp.com. Darian Bandel, Rob Beam. Joining me, my name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies on the Where the Bear podcast. So, Darian, uh, some news as we talked about. You were named Horizon League Offensive Player of the Week. He tied a career-high 27 kills with a 407 hitting percentage in the win over Northern Kentucky, then had 18 kills the next day against Wright State. And something I wanted to talk about with you, and if you rewatch the matches, maybe you've heard me talk about this on the broadcast. When Jordan Lentz puts a ball on a tee for you, and, and you go up into the air. I don't know if this is the case. I don't have the measurements. But your vertical leap seems higher than pretty much anyone I've seen out there. <laughs> a, is that true? And B, if it's not, why does it look that way? Well, we just invested in a lot of new technology this year, and they're called Vertex. So we wear them during practices, during games. Um, this year I had a mark of 37.7 inches, and that's my new career high. We're really going for that 40 right now, but sure. I mean, I'm feeling great. I've, uh, despite a couple injuries, like I feel like I'm jumping really well. I feel like just the stamina is there, and like you said, Jordan puts it on a tee. It can't be any easier than that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I just I feel like I'm jumping really good. I feel like I'm out hitting the block. So, Rob, were you aware that the kids call that bounce? <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> you know, some say. <laughs> that I had some bounce back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to brag, but mine was a little bigger than Darian's, but that's all good. <laughs> she's got some rise, and uh, she, you know, and keep in mind, you know, she she's taller than I am, so uh, and probably hits harder too. So probably uh, you can drop the probably and say yeah, that again. Yeah. <laughs> so for sure now at my uh, esteemed age, but that's for sure true. But you know, Darian's an extremely physical athlete, and I'm going to tell you something that's funny. So she came to camp here between seventh and eighth grade, and you know, sort of showed up, and uh, you know, we're doing our skills testing, and I went, um, I don't think we can put her in that group over there, and uh, I, I sort of said, I think she might hurt somebody. <laughs> so we we progressed her into the high school group, and that particular group that she was placed in had all of our recruits in it, and you know, here she is, kind of an eighth grader, not really knowing much about the game and had some limited experience but had played some club and like knew the game but she was like physically and big enough to play with high school seniors that were already committed to come to play college volleyball you know as a 13 14 year old so like this is not new i mean that's why we started recruiting her sure um you know she progressed through different different levels of club was a high school standout and obviously and then she came here and made a position change so the things that people see now are really the product of a lot of years of hard work because she went from playing middle to playing at a higher level of club and playing right side to coming here and really having to relearn a lot of things. So when you say like she jumps higher, she's jumping higher this year than she did in the spring. She's jumping higher in the spring than she did in the fall. And a lot of it's just repetition and belief and work with our strength coaches, work with, you know, Sydney in the athletic training room, keeping her healthy and, you know, then just working with the coaching staff and just getting better and, and just being committed to the process. And, you know, obviously we're really proud of Darian and all the players, but you know, her progress has been pretty spectacular. From just down the road at Oxford mm -hmm. High School, not not too far. How, how often, how many family members come to every, every match? 
Well, I don't have a lot of close family, but just the community support has been right. overwhelming. Like the coaches coming back. I just saw my JV coach, um, who was my first club coach, came last weekend. Right. And he's like, I taught her everything she knows. That's the progress. <laughs> that's that's my progress, you know. And he's great. And he brought the team. And it's just it was amazing to see the girls still connecting. It's like I'm still part of Oxford High School. Yeah, it's um. Darian, it's funny, too, because we'll see each other passing through the facilities or passing in the hallways here, and you know, I'll hit you with a what-up dough or whatever, <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll laugh and everything like that. But And, and you're kind of happy-go-lucky. You like having fun and joking around and all that kind of stuff. But when Jordan Lett sets that ball, I mean, you're, you're capable of such violence. I mean, it, 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 no, and, and Rob, it can be a violent game. Volleyball can be yeah. a violent game at times. I mean, it can be dangerous out there at times. I, oh, yeah. I've seen people wear it before, and I've talked about it on the air. But you're capable of such violence in the game of volleyball. How do you flip that switch? I just, I'm a happy, naturally happy person. I like bringing people up. I like making people smile. But on the court, it's completely different. With my team, still, still the same. It's Yep, like we're gonna make each other smile. We're gonna celebrate. We're gonna be silly. But if you're on the other side of the court, like it's it's no problems. mercy. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully they got to block up because it's not it's not gonna be soft. Yeah. Coach, what about that? I mean, the way that and and you deal with athletes all the time. That's kind of your job. It's your profession. It's what you do. You were a high level athlete during your time as well. What is it about stepping over that line where where it is like a switch? Well, I think. <laughs> With Darian, there she is a very competitive person, right? Uh, yeah, you know, and that's you, you know people can be happy and, and they can be silly or they can be serious, but n those are different characteristics than just being a competitive person. And you know, like Darian has never really settled for being like less than the best, and she just wants to be good, and it's really noticeable. And as her 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 athletic ability has always been there, but as her skill and proficiency in the game is caught up to her athletic ability, then then like that really fiery competitive part comes out. You know, she's always been able to hit the ball hard. Um, I you know we don't there's no we you know we have radar guns and and you know she can hit it as hard as anyone that's ever hit it before at least that I've coached. Um, but when it gets in the game, it's even another notch because she just doesn't want to lose. And she just, you know, like sometimes she, you can tell she just wants to hurt the volleyball. Um, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Right. And I, it's funny because if you, you go back and watch, you don't always notice this stuff when it's the game. You go back and watch. There's times where uh, an opponent will do something and there's this mixture of both enthusiasm and surprise when they actually dig it or block it because they've spent all week seeing the film and going over it and having coaches tell them, hey, this is going to happen, and then she's going to do this, and then they still can't stop it. And you can see that like one time that they do it or the five times that they do it or whatever it is, how her spectacularness definitely affects the other team, both on her side of that, but then on our side, everybody's like, that was really fun. That ball bounced, you know. <laughs> uh, we, we've had a standing wager in the program that everybody gets dessert if you bounce a ball off or above the backboard. And we've had players that could do it, but it's not easy because it's, you know, 80 feet away. Sure. And so she did it, and then, I don't know, she'd done it three or four times. I had to stop paying it off <laughs> yeah. because, like, I was going poor. You went so, bankrupt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, you know, I've got little kids. They got diapers. You know, we got to have diapers <laughs> in the house. You know, but, like, that's just a good example of, you know, Darian's got the whole thing going right now, and, and our team's really playing well. And, you know, it's like when you have a player that maybe other teams are going to focus on, that that's really a, that's a great thing as a coach because – 
we can work on other things because we've got a lot of other weapons and, and we've got opportunities to bring people in off the sideline that can make a difference in a lot of different capacities. And so if the everybody's attention is drawn on Darian and Darian handles that really well, it actually opens up the court for everybody else. And if they choose to not focus on Darian, then you get 27 kills. Sure. And, <laughs> and you might still be able to win, but, but it's, probably not. It's, it's just it's real hard because – we're moving the scoreboard on our side and that's her and Jordan do have a really good connection. The rhythm is there and you know, she's got a big arm and she jumps really well and it's just very difficult to stop. Well, Darren, we talked about how, how you like in your personal life when you're not out there being violent on the, uh, on the <laughs> volleyball court, uh, you, you like joking around, you like the humor and stuff like that. And you've talked about in the past, how, how funny this team is and, and kind of the joking around that you do and, and freshman humor and those types of things. Mm-hmm. So freshmen are, are more valuable than, than just carrying bags on the road, right? Like they like they can change the, the dynamics of a group. I have never seen a freshman class this qualified and this amazing just coming in the start. Like we have three of them starting. That's, that's unheard right. of. That's amazing. Um, so, yeah, they carried – and they're leaders. Like they came in and they carry their weight. Uh, Jamie talks in the huddle all the time, and she has the respect and the ears of every single person on the team. It's amazing, like, how mature these girls are coming in this year. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, guys, as we get set to roll with with a very, very crucial part of your season, I appreciate you both carving out some time to join us here on the Where the Bear podcast. Um, Rob, you got it. You got anything else? Like I, I'm always, I'm always. Sometimes you're not going to sit here and tell me that Interstellar is a good movie or anything like that, right? No. In your well, parting shot, it's a, it's Rob Beam's parting shot. My my parting shot. Uh, I think you need to give Candy Corn a break, but I no. am with you on the the those coated peanuts, circus that, peanuts. Yeah, the, that's an unacceptable <laughs> candy I, I, absolutely. treat. Absolutely, and we are in the month of October. And Rob, you have kids. I have kids as well. I'd like that's to right. make that public service announcement out there. That's right. If you're going to give candy corn out for Halloween, then just do us all a favor. Toss that in the trash, shut your light off, and don't participate. <laughs> Darian, you're, you're, you're nodding your head in agreement. Oh, it's, it's the worst candy out oh, there, it's right? Horrible. It's horrible. Thank you. If, if, I can, if I can make one other pitch and a little bit more serious note, this uh, the game against Cleveland State, aside from being a great volleyball match, is our cancer awareness game. Sure. We want to encourage everybody to come out, watch on television as well. Uh, wear purple, wear pink, any, wear any color that you support. Uh, you know, uh, any of the number of colors that, that are part of it. We're wearing purple to support all, all cancer awareness. Uh, my, my life's been affected by it. Our players' lives have been affected by it. I'm no sure question. someone yes. in your family as well. So this is a, a, a really important day on top of being a great volleyball match, but it's, you know, it's a, a day of, of honor and remembrance for everybody that's going through cancer or has lost a loved one. So I think that's my parting shot. A little bit serious, but you know, I, I think it's 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 a definitely worth uh, doing and remembering every single year and playing in honor of those the, the people that we've lost or the people that are currently fighting a good fight. As a guy that talks for a living, Rob, I couldn't have said it any better. <laughs> so again, Darian Battle, thank you very much for your time. Volleyball coach Rob Beam, thanks for your time as well, and thanks to all the listeners out there. Remember, if you want to subscribe, all you got to do. Go to the iTunes page on your little phone there. Search Golden Grizzlies. Click subscribe, and you are in there to the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Thank you for listening, everybody. Well, see you later.